TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome, everybody, two guys at a mic show, TalkZone.com. It's the coach of the big dog coming at you. Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous autumnal Wednesday here in the fine city of Chicago. Hope wherever you are, it is equally as beautiful, enjoying the workday, or if you're just getting up with the uh, two guys at a mic show. Uh, the hell's wrong with you? Wake up already. Should be up and at it. All the housework should be done right now. Pay a few bills, and you should be at work. Come on. Unless you're working overnight. we got a lot of overnight security guards that uh, listen to our show, so I shouldn't be getting mad at those people at all. we got lots to talk about today. A little bit less football intensive. Our show, um, certainly the last month or so, uh, you know, clearly geared towards football. we got our football Fridays, college football, NFL. But today we'll, uh, we'll bring it up a little bit, and certainly you, the caller, can help steer the ship here. 888-463-6748. Again, our phone number, 888 888- Four six three six seven four eight, but a bit less football today. We got a uh, baseball event. Uh, David Olson, I believe it's called. What is it again? Oh yeah, it's the World Series starting today. Is that what it's called? I was unaware. I believe it is. Are you, well, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what the TV ratings are going to be for it. My guess is not great. It's not exactly two of the. Uh, Greatest baseball markets in the history of the game, but who the hell cares about that? It's going to be a heck of a matchup. The Texas Rangers taking on the San Francisco Giants should be a good battle, so we will definitely break down the World Series, and along with it, we'll probably just break down a little bit. We do that on a regular basis on the two guys at a mic show and uh, NBA. Little NBA basketball. Season started yesterday. I was not here for the uh, yesterday's show, I want to thank Seth Gruen, the young kid, for filling in. He and the big dog carrying the show yesterday. I much, much appreciate that. Seth doing a great job, but was not able to uh, preview. It almost snuck up on us the beginning of the NBA season. How about the Miami Heat? The Miami Heat not only losing, but looking flattered in the Queen of Hearts last night in their performance against the Boston Celtics, the veteran, the team. The team knew, knew how to play together a little bit. How about that? What a lesson that is for some of the young kids out there. Team talent, beating individual talent. I didn't watch a whole bunch of the game. In fact, pretty much just the highlights. Uh, but uh, Miami, apparently just uh, a complete dud. LeBron James, what, had 31 points? So not a bad performance by him. Dwayne Wade still getting over the injury, the court proceedings, the uh, custody battle for his kid. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Dwayne Wade scores 13 points. Chris Bosh. And you wonder now, obviously it's one game, it's way too early to make this prediction, but is three superstars one too many? Is the Chris Boss experiment going to be a complete buster? Again, one game, you don't want to, you don't want to make an assumption based on that, but boy, eight points, pretty non-existent in yesterday's game. So we'll talk a little NBA Miami Heat. Losing, I think a lot of people are um, not overly upset with that a lot of people rooting against the Miami Heat, our beloved Bulls, and many other teams open up the NBA season today. So we'll talk about that. First, though, let's welcome in our uh, fine co-host. He helped carry the show yesterday. You never know what mode of transportation he's on. Sometimes train, sometimes bicycle, motor scooter. The only thing we're sure about 
at least as of late, he's not actually driving a car. How are you, Big Dog? Uh, Coach, I'm absolutely fantastic. And for the simple fact that the Heat lost yesterday, I am very, very happy. I had no idea, and I just want to let you know, that Cloudy, my prognosticator, saw it clearly. He actually predicted... Thank you very much, sweetheart. I, I'm I'm in a I'm in a fine uh, Mexican restaurant right now, and uh, I'm I'm getting my coffee in the morning, my cafe, as I say, coach. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm just really really happy uh-huh. that that the Heat lost. And and honestly, I'm not normally a hater, but I, I got to be honest with you. I want the Heat to lose. Yes, I want the Heat to lose, and I definitely do not want them to win. 73 games, which is their goal. Their goal uh-huh. is to win 73 games this year, and obviously, more importantly, the the NBA championship. So, uh, I, I, as a diehard Bulls fan, I don't want the, the Bulls record to go down, and mm-hmm. and as a human being, I don't want the Heat to win the championship. Well, this year. be be more specific, because I want to see if my re- I agree with you. I don't want the Heat to win. I have a specific reason for that. What did you imply when you meant as a human being? Uh, as a as a human being, because I think there's seven people on the in the world, I'm talking about the, the Heat season ticket holders before last year that actually want them to win. Everybody else, if you, they really could care less about the Heat. Uh, I don't know about that. There, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, fly-by-night is the wrong word, but people, the same people that in the entertainment world get you know awed by the you know Lady Gagas and the Madonnas and the Britney Spears of the world and follow them around like, ooh, there's the same people in sports, call it overly fluffy, call it uh, very shallow, whatever it is, but there are people, many of them, Big Dog, caught by the aura of the three superstars in the Miami Heat. No, 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 I, I, I totally, totally understand what you're talking about, Coach. And, and I'm just wondering, did you actually watch the game? No. No okay, interest. I was, how, did, how did they play? Was it was it a fact that they had nobody on the bench was the reason they lost? You, you know, I don't, I, all I know is they were down at halftime 45-30, to 30, came out flatter than the Queen of Hearts and Chris Bosch had eight points. Dwayne Wade had 13 points. Outside of LeBron James, the whole heat opener was a complete milk dud. Wow. That's, yeah. you, you, and, you know, maybe I thought this was horrible for the NBA, to be quite honest with you, the fact uh, that they were, uh, that those three guys were on the same team. But maybe the fact that everybody is rooting against them, it will actually be a good thing for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden, I have more interest, and I'm rooting for the Bulls harder than I have since they, the 1994 team, which, which listen, I, I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan on the planet, and you and I will get into that uh, some other day if anybody <laughs> listens to the show, because I absolutely adore the human being. No, I adore the player, definitely not the human being. Never mind, I, that definitely came out wrong. But, uh, uh, but like, the year that he was gone, I loved the Bulls. It was, I loved the way they played, and all of a sudden this year, it's almost. I know. I know that you know LeBron James has never come to the Bulls and all that stuff. But all of a sudden, all those guys mean a little bit more to me, and I want them to win more than any year that I could ever remember. So maybe I thought this was bad for the NBA, but it could be good, Coach. Very good analysis. Our NBA expert, the big dog, Joel Redwanski. You know I'm not the NBA expert. Well, come on. It's, a, it's a, you know, our limited budget. You're the best that we can afford. And I was going <laughs> to, I was going to promote your uh, sales associate, Cloudy, who is really the brains behind the organization. Cloudy's not a media guy, but he feeds you all the info. Before we How break down. Cloudy be the brains of the organization, coach? He's an Ohio State fan. Well, you just said he gave you the, you know, opening game. He nailed it. So I'm, 
until he proves elsewhere, uh, improve, until he proves otherwise, Cloudy is the brains of this organization, and believe me, that's not all that hard to do. Did Shaq throw his big ass around, Coach? <laughs> I'm more fascinated about uh, your multi-means of transportation, and you said you stopped in a Mexican cafe for breakfast. Did you just get coffee, or did you uh, get other items that could cause problems later today? No, no, in the no. I, I do need to eat, and I'm going. It's right when the show's done. I'm running down there, and I'm going to go eat some type of fat. You know, because I had uh-huh. to eat fat in the morning. That's the way I stay skinny. Yeah. Uh, but so but right now, I can't actually eat. While I'm doing the show, so okay. I, I won't eat for another, you know, I probably will eat there right. for another 55 minutes. All right, because a, a nice uh, Mexican egg burrito with oh. a little salsa, that's not a bad way to get your morning kicked off. Now, I, I know this ain't for you, but I got to tell you, the chorizo. Oh, oh when, you say it's, when you say it's not for me, believe me, I love chorizo. It's just uh, my heart, my aorta, my ventricle leading into my heart doesn't exactly like chorizo. It, it's got to suck to be to be old and decrepit like you, Coach. What can I tell you? Well, I don't have that many working arteries left, Big Dog. I'd like to leave the few that are unclogged in that particular condition. Otherwise, you could be doing the show solo, so uh, believe me. No, 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 no. Please, don't make me do the show solo. I know that. You're going to well, have to sit in your seat. That, I'm, <laughs> you know, carry the whole show. I mean, my legs are tired, Coach. That's, that's why I'm holding off. hurts, okay? That's why I'm not eating the chorizo. I'm trying to explain this to you. But it's not that I don't like chorizo. But, uh, well, oh, you need to eat some oatmeal then, my friend. I do. I'm well-binded. Oh, okay. So I'm you got the oatmeal, three you or, the pears. Three or four days a week I go oatmeal. When it comes to inner binding, Big Dog, I'm in the uh, top 13% nationally. Oh, that's the, the top yep. 13% is a good number. And, well, and by the way, I'm in Humboldt Park. Oh, I'm, I'm, I can't call it Humboldt Park. It's, it's a rule on the show. Beautiful Humboldt Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, so you, have you ever eaten humble pie in Humboldt Park? Uh, Coach, I have to admit, last filming, I had to eat humble pie. <laughs> Because that's uh, that's what I'm here to do. Usually I film on Tuesday, uh-huh. but but yesterday I was actually filming, signing up people to make sure we get the real estate taxes back from Cook County because you know how yep. they they purposely overcharge everybody. Yep. So if you if you're wondering if you paid your real estate taxes and you've overpaid, make sure to contact the big dog at hotmail at hotmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you never know what you're going to get on the two guys at a mic show. You never know what you're going to get from my co-host, the Big Dog. Where is he at? We never quite know. Home could be a park, could be Humboldt Park. I'm, what, I'm actually in a studio right now. Well, I'm about to get in the studio. What job actually, is he working? You never know which bit of the uh, 36 particular gigs that the Big Dog's doing or which mode of transportation. As I said at the start of the show, the only one that we can be assured of is you're never in a car, but... Uh, Motorcycle, bicycle, scooters, trains, pretty much everything else is open for discretion. Yeah, you know, it's pretty bad when Asian women make fun of me. Ha ha, I drive, coach. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, as I was mentioning, I've forgotten what context, but I mentioned Lady Gaga, Madonna, yeah. and Britney Spears, and I mentioned the Miami Heat in the same um, context right. of the show in the opening. I was thinking those three would actually be pretty good for the Miami Heat. Lady Gaga? Well, I'm just saying that that those three could produce some Miami Heat, and I might even throw it out as a daily quandary, Big Dog, and I'll, I'll put you on the spot. If you could create your own Miami Heat, which three superstars in the, will, in the world of female entertainment would you put together to create your own personal Miami Heat? Uh, Mika Tan. Who? 
You don't know who Mika Tan is, Coach? I, I thought Mika Tan was a rash. You get behind your knee. It goes away in the wintertime. Well, I'm glad you don't know who Mika Tan is. And I, I, okay. I'm glad you are. Your, your children definitely are happy, and your wife is the happiest <laughs> that you don't know who Mika Tan is. Give me a quick hint. Who is Mika Tan? Mika? David, you know? David Olson? Nope. David doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, David Olson, good answer, because I know <laughs> I know your wife listens religiously to this particular program. <laughs> His wife, David Olson's wife, is in pharmaceuticals. She listens to a lot of shows. Okay, and then uh, Michelle Kwan. Very nice. Okay, and the last one is someone who I have met personally, and I will tell you straight up, is a really, really nice girl. Who's that? Uh, Charmaine Starr. Charmaine who? Starr. Charmaine, I'm not familiar with her work either. <laughs> you and me are obviously of different generations. So. Yes. So, Big Dog, we'll throw this out to the listeners here. You can email us in on occasion. We like to do it every day, but we usually forget to do it. But a daily quandary, you can email us at Mike2Guys, AOL.com, M-I-C in the number two. Uh, or better yet, give us a call. It's always better, the more personal touch, 888-463-6748. Remember one of our mottos, Big Dog, there's no reason to be nervous calling up because, uh, quite frankly, not that many people are listening. Yeah, yeah, well, the, the right people are listening, Coach, because, yes. like, the producer of my show loves you. Thank you. And I'm like, wait, he's horrible. He's not even funny. That's what I keep telling him. You know, and he's horrible. And he's like, no, the coach is funny. Uh, thank you, you know, very so. much. It's all about, yeah, and, with, with our listeners, Big Dog, I think I can safely speak for you. It's all about quality, not quantity, right? Yeah, yes, yes. It, it, well, we don't really give much quantity because how often are we actually on the show together? One. <laughs> You know what I mean? All right, take it easy. So uh, the, the Daily Quandary, get off the sports page a little bit, create your own Miami Heat with three superstars you'd like to be with in the female. Uh, if you want to go the male no, route, you opposite, can do that. No, 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 no. Uh, people that you find attractive. Yes. Because, yes. you know, it, it could be a woman saying three men. Yes. Or maybe it's other. Or it could be, it could be a guy picking two girls and maybe a guy. Well, I gotta be honest with you, coach. If I really, cause if, if it's something that I actually might have control over, uh -huh. okay, it's, for me, it's, and these, and these girls actually listen to this particular show. It's the three girls that I want to procreate with that play football. Okay. The, the flag football girls, which would be Vanessa, number one, yeah. and foremost. Okay. But, but we're not going to allow people to pick personal. It's got to be famous people, so at least we can attempt to recognize. Okay, well, one of them plays la the laundry football girl, and the other one is Lockett. Oh, my God, Coach. So, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Take it easy. All right, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Jen my, my personal Miami Heat. Three superstars would be Jennifer Aniston. I'm going to okay, go back a little bit. Uh, she's a little boring. bit old. What? Boring. Well, maybe boring. She's older than me, Coach. I'm going to go Heather. I'm going to go one that's even older than me, Heather Locklear. And then I'm going to go, and, and you might not be familiar with her blonde-haired actress, uh, second-line actress, but very good, Helen Slater. Not sure if you're familiar with her or not. But, Coach, uh, come on. Give me a little umph. Okay. <laughs> that would be, believe born, me, for me, that would be more than enough umph. Jennifer Aniston, Heather Locklear, and Helen Slater. That's, uh, that, that's, that's enough Miami Heat for me. Thank you very much. Wrong wording. I don't want you to give me the umph. Okay. I was, I was, you know... <laughs> I, I mean, give me a little imagination here. I probably could have named your first two, to be honest with you. Okay. I was, oh, you could have named my second one in Michelle Kwan, right. obviously. And that was trying to actually be kind of funny with mm -hmm. the Michelle Kwan one. Okay. Are you with... I can't say Michelle Kwan unless I have a, a, a moment no. alone. You have been a, a long time, Michelle, an LTMK, -er, a long time Michelle Kwaner.
No, no, you know, I, but you know the funny thing is, okay, I've never, I've never met Mika Tan, but I did meet uh, Charmaine Star, and I've, I've met Michelle Kwan. Mm-hmm. And the Michelle Kwan story, the, the Mika Tan, I mean, the, the the Charmaine Star story is probably the best. But I was working at Nike Town. I know I've told you this story on the other radio shows. So if you're new to Talkstone.com and and uh, the David Olson production, I might as well mm-hmm. say the story. Uh, Michelle Kwan came in when I was uh, a shoe salesman to the stars over mm-hmm. at Nike Town. And she came into women's running when I was working there, and and we had the bikinis in women's running at the time. Hello. Uh, exactly. And I know I've told you this story. I'd be more than happy to tell it again because every time I can recollect, it gets a little bit. Uh, I, basically, the, I, I'm just like uh, I'm just like uh, the old uh, Chicago Bears defense inside the red zone. I stiffen. Okay, coach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. She comes in and she's like, oh, blah blah blah. She's like, I need, I need to get a bikini. Oh, right over there. And she goes into the dressing room oh. and comes out. Hey. Okay. Now, first of all, I, I always thought Michelle Klein was cute, but then again, I was like at this time like twenty five, and she was like seventeen, so it was a little dirty. Yep. But, but this was like two years later, so she's like nineteen or twenty. So at this time, I'm like, I can date Michelle Klein. I'm thinking this. She comes out and she's like, "Is this the right size for me?" Michelle Kwan <laughs> comes out and asks me if the bikini she's wearing fits her properly. Wow. And as I trip over my tongue seven or eight times, she understood everything I said. I'm like, "I don't even know what I said. I was like talking slush, but I told her it didn't." <laughs> she comes back out. Is this one better? And I'm like, "Uh, no, no. You might want to try the the other one on." She. By by now, the other person in the in the women's running with me was like, "Dude, you why are you messing with Michelle Kwan? Just tell her the first one was fine." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? She's trying on freaking bikinis for us." You actually get paid for this job? Well, I didn't get paid for that part of it because it was 100 percent commission. Wow! And uh, but I gotta tell you, I'd be more than happy to just keep on telling Michelle Kwan to try on new bikinis. And all I gotta tell you, she's a little bit more voluptuous than 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 you would think. Is all I can say. Tough, tough job, but someone's got to do it. Did she have any people with her, or was she uh, solo? She was totally by herself. It was on Michigan Avenue, and she was in town, and she was basically she was going to some pool party. Mm That's that's all she was. She's she was like, you know, I was in town to do whatever. I forgot what it was, but she was actually going to some pool party at one of her like college friends' house, and she went to school at like Stanford or something like that. So or UCLA. And she was and, trying on bikinis for a male shoe salesman. Well, wow. it, she wasn't trying them on for me. She was extremely comfortable with her body. Was the okay. best way for me to tell you, Coach. She's the she one. She wasn't thinking anything of her. She wasn't being like, hey. Look mm-hmm. at me in the bikini. It was more like, hey, is this one okay? Is this one? And I was—I just happened to be the person that was telling her yes or no. Who got married to the NHL player? Was that her or Christy no, no, Yamaguchi? No, no, no. She was dating an NHL player. She, okay. met, as a matter of fact, coach, she dated more than one NHL player. Wow. It was a couple of them. Not at the same and time. She was dating like fourth liners. So nothing I wrong with fourth I liners. I, 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 there's nothing wrong with fourth liners. Nothing I always wrong. thought I had a chance with Michelle Kwan when she was dating guys that I'd never heard of that played mm-hmm. hockey. And then all of a sudden, she married some uh, internet billionaire coach from ah, Colorado. That's I mean, too this easy. dude. Come on. Basically, at the wedding, she uh, he was throwing money at her while uh, while she walked down the aisle. Very disappointing. So, Very. Yeah, no, I, I like the. You I'd, have no idea. I'd much rather uh, shack up with a fourth winger in NHL hockey than an internet billionaire. By the way, I bet you that marriage is going nowhere. She's taller than him. Okay. Yeah. 
But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She's she's absolutely dominating the thing. Do you want to hear the Charmaine Star story? Because that's actually even who, better. Story. First of all, tell me who is Charmaine Star? Uh, Charmaine Star is an adult porn star. Her name is. Uh, oh, hey, Blue Lawson, Forty Two Red. Real name. How about those Giants and Rangers? Well, uh, I mean, do, do I mean if I tell you this story, first of uh, all, it's 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 actually really funny. But and I I don't know. I mean, I, I can keep it clean. But and and I don't know if you'll believe me is the best way, but it's true. On behalf of our listeners, we got a quick uh, listener survey going. Seventy-three point eight percent of our listening audience says uh, thumbs up, eighteen point five percent thumbs down, and then there's a few other percent with some other digits for you. Big W won't talk about that. Go ahead with the story. Majority rules. Okay, I, I know this minute. is That's a sports a... show, but this is it's a really good story. Uh, do you know who Jenna Jameson is, Coach? Yes. Okay. My buddy, who uh, owns Holland House Mortgages and 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 then uh, FreeDreamCan dot com. Okay, I'm, I'm only laughing because people, you know, on our Facebook page, we put join the big dog and the coach for World Series breakdown. So, I, I'm no, just I'm, no, 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 I know that, I know that. I'm just laughing that if some guy tuned in right now to catch the two guys in a mic, hey, they're breaking down the World Series, <laughs> and we're going over Joel's uh, one time experience with a porn star. But continue. I'm sorry, I, that, I just had to explain why I was giggling. When I say this, I know you're not you're not going to believe this, Coach, but we'll we'll just go ahead. The best way for me to tell you is this guy has really made a lot of money in his life, and he had a girlfriend at the time who had a huge crush on Jenna Jameson. The best way for me to tell you is she's very much like Mickey Tettleton. If you want World Series breakdown, okay, she's okay, she's a switch hitter. Okay. Okay. All right. Mickey and, uh, I mean, I know Mickey Tettleton isn't in this particular World Series, but I don't think there's a switch hitter in either lineup. Uh, the, the Rangers or the Giants, but but so he actually spent twenty five thousand dollars to have Jenna Jameson and his girl do what girls do when you give them a porn star twenty five thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. And so he invited all his all his uh, high school friends. I happen to be his friend from eighth grade. He invites me. Still good. I'm really I'm tight with the guy. He's a great great human being. So we go. And next, it's they actually buy a room at the Admiral, and so it's his girlfriend and Jenna Jameson doing things that I, quite honestly, are etched in my memory. And so they're doing this as a show for his friend, like a, almost like a bachelor party type thing. You no, know, no, but it's not a bachelor party. He legitimately okay. spent twenty five grand to have all of like me and okay. about nine other friends. About there was about fifteen of us in the room. Okay. So while I'm sitting there watching his girl and Jenna Jameson go at it, and I, I swear to you, Coach, this, I mean, this happened, okay? Next thing I know, I'm at the end of, like, one of the benches, and it's right in front of us. A girl sits down next to me, and she, like, passed me on the left. She's like, you having a good time? And I turn, and it's the most beautiful Asian girl I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And you know I do particularly? I like I like Asian girls. You've got the and, Asian uh, persuasion. And... I'm like, oh, I'm having a blast. And next thing I know, I start talking to this girl while it's all going on. And uh, so I basically, hey, why don't we go out after this? I can show you Chicago. You're not from around here. You're from Los Angeles. And she's like, well, I don't know. She's like, I, I want to, but I actually i am going out with uh, different people tonight, and then I leave tomorrow morning. She's like, you seem like a nice guy. And I'm like, well, who are you? And, and she's like, well, my name is Charmaine. It was Charmaine Starr, who, by the way, is like one of the top adult film stars ever, ever. So and, I'm like, and, really? The, the sweetest girl you ever want to meet, and wait, to be quite did, honest with you, Coach, I really don't want to have sex with her because I don't want to get a disease. Okay. But, I, I, but 
I got to be honest with you, one of the nicest girls you will, like, legitimately, she started bringing all of us drinks. Like, I mean, this girl, like, is a multimillionaire, and she was, like, serving me drinks and just being as cool as you possibly could ever want, like, a, a supposed quote-unquote star to be. So, oh. there you go. So, I think you answered my question, but at the time, when you were talking to this nice lady, I had and no she, idea who she was. Had no but idea when she says she her name, did you did you then know? Did you no, recognize? No, I, I had no coach. Oh, so this I, was. I'm not, I'm not a prude. You know this. I'm just I trying to. I'm, I'm trying to understand if. It, so once she introduced and said her name. No, I didn't know who it was. And was she a star at the time? Yes, absolutely. So this you was, found was, you found out was, after the fact that this superstar in the porn industry was being nice to you and serving you drinks. Yes. Okay. Exactly. She yes. was totally cool, Coach. It's right. Unbelievably cool. Yeah. Okay. That's all I can say is, like, I had no idea who she was. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm Charmaine. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I was like, you're adorable. I remember saying that to her. She's like, oh, thank you. And she and she knew I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe that helped. And the reason why she was so nice to me. But ever since then, I had, I, and, and I'm not saying I have anything against porn or whatever, but I, I don't watch porn movies. It's, I don't know. I, I got other ways to excite myself. And for some reason, I never got off on that stupid porn stuff ladies and gentlemen welcome to the two guys in a mic show how did we end out on this topic i believe it started with a discussion of the miami heat and then we started talking about uh uh if you could have three superstars of the female variety in your own personal miami heat who would they be and then it uh things transgressed or progressed depending on your point of view from there right now david olson by the way is taking furious notes big dog i'm not sure if he's planning tomorrow's show or there's a good chance this might be our last show. It's one of the two, but he's. If we're still on air, you know, I did call it the David Olson production. Yes. So that he must have been pretty happy about yeah, it. Maybe he's just normally ma- when I call the way they go to the bad show, we normally <laughs> say that and we get snips. Yes. He usually uh, de- denies that he's the producer on a regular basis, but uh, I don't you know, blame him. You can humor I don't him. him at all. <laughs> for a brief moment in time. All right. Uh, thank you very much for. Uh, we used to do a segment back when you were a, a shoe salesman. Close Encounters of a Shoe Cut. Yeah, and you know, I've told you the Michelle Kwan story before. Oh, yes. And I appreciate the fact that yeah. you have a bad memory because I love telling that particular story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, early stage Alzheimer's does have its wearing, advantages. Michelle Kwan was wearing more than Charmaine Starr was uh, with the bikini. All right, enough. The Miami, right. the Miami heat is uh, it's got a little hot in here. Yeah, so can we can we break down World Series? Well, about? I don't know. We, we we can break down. I don't know if you want to get to the World Series. Suddenly, going from Charmaine Starr and Jenna Jameson to Tim Lincecum and Cliff Lee. Maybe we should take a quick break. How about that? We'll regroup. We'll talk a little World Series baseball. I opened up the show, Big Dog, by saying a little break from football. Then it will sneak a little bit in. But okay. uh, we're typically football intensive. We got NBA basketball, the opening of the season, and the World Series to break down, and uh, we'll do that. To the best of our abilities, when we come back, you can give us a help. 888-463-6748. It's the dog and the coach. Two guys in a mic, and I just hope that's a mic and that's all it is. Back in a minute.
the lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Boston Celtics 88, the Miami Heat 80. It was no low contesto right from the beginning. Celtics win the opening game. Quick little NBA preview here, and then we'll break down a little baseball. Big Dog, I want to hear from you some potential surprise teams. First of all, real quick, talk about the team that you are most um, closest to or probably the only team that could get you away from a Jenna Jameson or a Charlene Starr. That's your beloved Chicago Bulls. Give me a quick preview. I think the beloved Bulls will do this year. They open up tonight at Oklahoma City. Uh, which is a loss. The Oklahoma, it's, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the – and the Los Angeles Clippers are my surprise teams of this particular. Wow. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder is going to win their division. Yeah, they're, I wouldn't exactly call them a surprise. Yeah, but that's my point is they're going to they're, they're going to go well beyond getting knocked out in the first round this year. They were going to have home court advantage, and people are going to call them a West Con- Western Conference contender coach. Mm-hmm. So is that. I don't know if that's really going way out on a limb, but it is going out on a limb to predict that that they will actually challenge the Lakers for the best record and uh, and basically the best team in the West. And then also the Los Angeles Clippers coach, watch out for them. Blake Griffin is healthy. Have you seen that dude play? Legitimate, he's as good an athlete as, as Julius Peppers is on the Chicago Bears. That dude can run and jump. And do things that somebody his size just should not be able to do, Coach. He is outstanding. Misses um, misses rookie season. They got the big fella Chris Kamen in the middle and uh, very uh, underrated guard, the point guard Baron Davis. So pretty yeah, good Baron team. Baron Davis. Yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. I, I like the Clippers this year. So I'll, I'll, I'll just throw that out there right now, folks. Mm-hmm. Clippers are making the playoffs. Brand new coach for the uh, L.A. Clippers, and it was our Bulls coach last year. I thought he was underrated. I liked him. Not many people agree with me, but Vinny Del Negro running the ship for the L.A. Clip. By the way, Vinny Del Negro in Spanish means of the Negro. <laughs> Which means in English what? Well, I mean, if you're an NBA coach, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I know, just uh, uh, not that it matters yeah. at all. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of with you on the Clippers, and uh, as long as we're in the Western Division, I'm going to throw in the Memphis Grizzlies as really? a team. You think I so think. This year? You think so? Yes. You, okay. You, you know what it is? I, I'm, you're a basketball coach, coach. That's why I'm surprised you would say the the Grizzlies because they have so much individual talent. They have never been able to gel. They have so many guys that could possibly, like if the NBA had a one-on-one competition mm-hmm. and, and and LeBron James was not involved, they might be able to win it. But I, I like the, the O.J. Mayos, the, the Rudy Gays of the world, but I, you think they can gel? You really think they can put them well, aside? Well, and, and you bring done? up a good point. Chemistry is going to be a big thing. We saw it last night. We're a Boston Celtic team. They know what they're doing right now. The Miami Heat team still trying to introduce themselves to each other, three superstars or not. But uh, so the prediction is more based on the talent that they've got. Zach Randolph, scoring machine, but you're oh, probably and, right. And rebounding machine too, which is yeah. good to be selfish if you're a rebounder. Well, we, that's I, true. I love you've taught me that, coach, yep. and I couldn't agree more with with that philosophy. One place I think the expression I use is one place you can be a complete ball hog, and your teammates will never mind, and that's on rebounding. Yeah, yeah. You can I, hog I the ball that. all you want, but on the other hand, he hasn't won in the NBA. So, and then they've got uh, uh, Mark Gasol 
who's pretty good back from another year of World Cup play, and he's uh, getting better and better, too. So four legitimate All-Stars in the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, I don't know if Marc Gasol is a legitimate All-Star. He's, he's not close. his brother. He's not his brother. Okay, And I'm not saying he can't be, but he definitely has never proven to be anything close to an All-Star. So if you want team chemistry, mm-hmm. if Marc Gasol started showering and quit ha- <laughs> and was done with the B.O., that would help team chemistry. Well, on the other hand, when Marc Gasol posts up down low, there's not a lot of NBA guys that want to defend him and put the forearm because of the aforementioned uh, uh, olfactory situation. So yeah, that, that might is. that might work to Marc Gasol's advantage. Yeah, that man stinks straight up. <laughs> you ever played pickup basketball where you're guarding somebody? Uh, uh, there was some was it a commercial or yeah commercial right where the guys are sweating up a storm. Or was it a TV show, right? And you're, but you, you played shirts and skins, and you're guarding some guy who's constantly posting you up and backing into you, and he's like sweating and smelling. It's not a particularly enjoyable situation. You might as well uh, let the guy get his two points and score and see if he can do something in transition the other way. No, I, I have to admit I am not a uh, a, a big pickup basketball game guy because I just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have other things to do. But I, I am going to get accredited. A, a and become an official this particular I'm soon coach. I'm actually gonna okay. take the test. Uh-huh. So uh I will be able to call a foul and like legitimately if like if I'm if somebody stinks, I'm gonna call a lot of fouls on them and just get them out of the game. Mm-hmm. And and if they ever talk any smack about you just stink, I'm getting you off the court. Yeah. Okay, take a shower. Yeah. Tell tell them that, you know, before the game, tell them that after the game, tell them that after you kick them out, let them know it's honesty is the best policy. When in doubt you're not getting any close calls because uh there's a new product on the on the market, son. It's called soap. Try using it. <laughs> Is that a new product? I've been using it legitimately, Coach, for at least three and a half years now. Uh, apparently to a few people. Uh, are you going with the L.A. Lakers, Spurs, Thunder, Mavericks, Jazz? Let's talk the NBA I West. I always real... go with the Spurs just because because uh, 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 Tim Duncan burns rope in the offseason. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I usually go with the No, it's true. Did you know that? Like The NBA is, is known that, like, you know, like – best way for me to tell you is if, if marijuana is in your system in the NBA, they do not suspend you. Mm-hmm. There's never been a marijuana suspension in the history of the NBA because 70% of the league will be out. The best way for me to tell you is if you go to a, a Grateful Dead concert, Tim Duncan is leading the charge. He's the one like in the head of the line going into the show. I'm not to tell you. sure I ever knew that about him. I've always wondered how he's maintained his mellowness as a NBA superstar, but apparently you've answered that question. Yeah, so I always go for the Spurs, but I have to admit, they're over the hill, and they they, they don't have a chance to really win this particular year. They're done. I, I love the Spurs. I'm going to tip my hat to them. Um, I, I cannot believe I'm saying this, Coach, but I, I hope it's the Lakers in the finals against the Heat, just so there's a team that has a chance to beat the Heat. Because, like, Ron Artest is, like, one of those guys that, like, legitimately – is like he's like the epitome of what I love about basketball players, especially now that his head is on right. He doesn't care how many points, rebounds, assists, he, whatever it takes for his team to win, he does. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to take a team like that in order to beat the Heat. And if and if you beat the Heat, I, you know, like oh, let Dwayne Wade, you know, like score thirty, let LeBron James do the all around game, let Chris Bosh do whatever. You know, the, the whole point is if you end up beating them, you can open up a restaurant somewhere. You know, that, it's true. So I, I am rooting, and like I don't like to be a hater, coach, but I have to admit that there's a few things in sports that I hate, and like one is Brett Favre, and the other is the, is the Miami Heat. I, I, I do not want them to win this year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we never, we, we, you know, going back to the original discussion, we never got into the specifics, and I, I'm with you on that. The the specific reason that I'm not rooting for the Miami Heat, I'm not a hater, and I have nothing. I like Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I don't know I anything about Dwayne Chris. Wade. What? I love Dwayne Wade, yeah, coach. I don't know anything about Chris Bosh. I've hardly ever seen him play, quite frankly. And LeBron James, I fully, fully, fully respect his talent. And considering everything he's had come at him at a young age, for the most part, I think he's handled himself pretty well. So I don't have any major problems with that. The I, yeah, specific... I don't have any problems with LeBron James as a human being. Right. I don't. And I, 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 or as a player. And, and, and you're exactly right about Chris Bosh. I've never seen him actually play basketball because you, you do realize that hot, the basketball highlights in Canada are banned. They're uh, not even allowed to be no, shown. No, not true. Between periods at a Toronto uh, Maple Leaf game, you could, they will show Raptor highlights. No, they, they, they show Vancouver Canuck highlights. Ah, so you're absolutely yeah, wrong. I took a shot at it. Sorry about that. Okay. All right, but, but the specific reason I'm not rooting for the Heat has nothing to do with hatred. It has something to do with I don't want in any professional sport a team able to buy a championship. The more teams like that fail in football, a great example is uh, just one example of many is Daniel Snyder and the Washington Redskins. Snyder came in six, seven, eight, nine years ago throwing money for the top coaches, for the superstar players, and it didn't work. And the more that fails and people realize you can build an organization, you don't have to pay tons of money, what it means is, big dog, is that the prices aren't going to go up. Average fans at least have a shot at going to the game. So my specific reason for the Heat, not rooting for the Miami Heat is I don't I don't want to see a team bring in players, pay tons of money, and win. I love seeing those teams lose. Yeah, it, I know you don't like me getting all technical about stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, in football that won't work. You cannot throw money and expect to win. You have to build a team. I hate to tell you this, coach. You could probably you can do that in basketball, but but as, as, as I say this. Don't forget that three players take up the whole entire salary cap of the Miami Heat, which means that the other nine players on the team have to make league minimum. Yep. So you basically have to get three superstars and nine guys that are willing to get paid league minimum or league or league minimum to their level of experience in the NBA. So like you know, get those mid-level exemptions, all that other stuff. Don't want to get all into that, but basically they can't get paid. They can all of them can get paid more at a different place just to win a championship so uh it, it's very difficult to actually just throw money at people and win in basketball because of the way the labor agreement is 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 made up mm-hmm. and in football no no you don't win in football by throwing money at people you win at football by getting the best blockers and tacklers that you can possibly find through the draft that's all and by the way then you have to get a quarterback who doesn't throw for 300 yards a game but is a leader of men and does whatever it takes for his team to win. That's and, and that's exactly how you win. So Daniel Snyder, I think, is finally he's smart enough to he was smart enough to make ten billion dollars in his life, and it took him about seven years as the owner of the Washington Redskins to realize you just don't throw money at people. And then out of nowhere, he gives Albert Haynes with a hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I yeah. was totally wrong Apparently, about that. Apparently, yeah. he didn't didn't learn all his lessons, yeah. but. Uh... Albert, well, you know, the, the Chicago Bears, by the way, just getting off track real quick. We've been very good at revitalizing otherwise very disappointing superstars. Two consecutive weeks, Albert Hainsworth all of a sudden becomes the second coming of, well, <laughs> Albert, Albert Hainsworth. Hainsworth. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the week before, Mike Williams, who, you know, had all the potential of the world and, and hadn't realized that he kept 10 catches against the Bears last week because of his... uh a better game. 11 catches. So he has risen from the dead. He's revitalized who? 
will the Bears revitalize next week? At least we're good for something. You know, he dropped a, a fifth grader. Legitimately, Coach, he lost 70 pounds in, like, three months. Uh, Pete Carroll, Petey Carroll, like, contacted him. Mm-hmm. and was like, listen, I will give you a shot. He's like, I know you can play. I will give you a shot. He's like, I'm not guaranteeing you anything. But if you come in ready to play football, I, I, oh, I'll make you our, our fifth receiver. And he's like, and I'm not even guaranteeing you that. Just, just, you just. And then the the guy busted his ass. Uh, you know, he's making league minimum this year for uh, you know a guy that got paid. Well, he probably made at least twenty million dollars with the Lions. Okay. And how, I mean, what did he do for the Lions, coach? Nothing. And all of a sudden now he's making league minimum for the Seahawks, and he is right now in the NFL one of the top fifteen receivers. The last two weeks, I know he's got the number one stats. But, I mean, we don't know if that's going to go forward. But he's one of the top receivers in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And and he's finally – it's just messed up. Like, some people need to learn a lesson, Coach. You know, and, and I had – you're like, I'm one of those people. I had everything going for me, messed it up, did something stupid, and my life has totally taken a like a downturn because of it. That's the reason why I'm doing the show over the phone instead of in the studio with you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's like I've learned my lesson. I'm doing everything right now. So hopefully I can be the Mike Williams story of the NFL uh, for of, of talk radio coach. I think you already have. 21 receptions in two games for Mike Williams. That's pretty good. But, Big Dog, you've been you've been doing about, what, eight, nine months of uh, quality sports radio here in the two guys at a Mike show. So you have... Yeah, but I've only been in studio one time. Wow. Because I can't afford the, I can't afford the $18 a day it takes me in order to get there. Mm-hmm. It's just pretty sad. Other, and, 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 and be honest with you, it would be five hours worth of train time in order to get there too. So we could do a we could do a fundraiser for you. Have some of the listeners, you know, we could maybe do like a, a telethon. How about this? Instead of instead of doing a fundraiser for me, send if money, you are folks. A Cook to... County homeowner. Yep. Why don't you contact me, and I will find out <laughs> if you've overpaid your your real estate taxes. Oh, you're a Cook County homeowner. You have overpaid your real estate taxes. <laughs> And I will recoup the money for you. I'm not kidding, Coach. That, uh, I, I'm, I'm not looking for handouts. I will get people their money back. Mm-hmm. If you're a Cook County homeowner, contact me, Joel Redwanski at Yahoo. I know I said Hotmail at Hotmail. That is a joke, people. Okay. My Hotmail <laughs> at Hotmail is a totally different email, and I, I probably won't respond yeah. immediately. And the beautiful thing about this, if people haven't done it before, is that you don't pay anything. No, no, right? no. If you don't get a check back. You do, not with my company. Yeah. You don't pay anything until we right. we basically, we will give you a check, and you're going to be like, really? They, I overpaid by this much? And and you know what? Okay, Coach, I want to get into a, a subject here that, uh, that might be a little racy. But, you know, I go into poor African-American communities, and we tabulate. They screw African-American people over so bad. So bad, I can't even explain it, Coach. Okay, the best way for me to tell you is, like, people in Park Ridge pay about 3.5% real estate tax of what, of what they're worth, of what their homes are worth, mm-hmm. okay? So we go in there, and they, the, the checks are about the same, okay? So you get, like, a $650,000 house, okay? And, oh, after five years, oh, here's a $5,000 check, okay? So we go into, like, Hazelcrest or Ford Heights. $110,000 house, okay? And, and, and it might sound like I'm making fun, but I'm just, this is just a, we can go on faith, Joe. You seem like such a nice boy. Okay, and the next thing, you know, so, you know, I, I get, and they get a $5,000 check, and their house is worth $110,000. Mm-hmm. 
because they're paying 12%. It's unbelievable. Like, now that, I, you know, I was like, I don't know if there's racism or not racism. Coach, they so you're, 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 the African-American community. They really do. So they you're totally talking do. You're, you're talking about the simple uh, real estate tax rate? Yes, exactly. Base, okay. it, it, it's different depending on where you're at. And okay. it's so like, you're, so everybody, okay. it, it's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable, Coach. Everybody mm-hmm. overpays. So in, in the, the simple thing is if you have a $110,000 house or if you have a million-dollar house, you're still overpaying, and you're probably going to get back the same. But mm-hmm. nobody has a problem with getting a $3,500 check. You know what I mean? And if you've owned the house for more than, than three or four years, you're going to get thousands of dollars back. It's mm-hmm. so disgustingly – it's so disgusting how my one of my best friend has gone about getting these names. What he has to do in order to get these names is disgusting, and he has to – basically kowtow to local politicians coach and i ain't i'm not i am not about to incriminate any local politicians because finally i'm part of the machine and i'm actually getting money off of it it's disgusting is all i got to say is so when you're voting on november 2nd basically you have a choice of scumbag 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 and scumbag and by the way one of those scumbags is actually putting money in my pocket right now and i'm just my whole life, I've been getting screwed over. You've been getting screwed over, Coach. All of us have been getting screwed over. For the first time in my life, I can actually make money off of people screwing other people over. So, people, I'll be more than happy to help you if you're a homeowner <laughs> in Cook County. That sounds like a 30-second commercial. And, uh, I'm, I'm being serious. And, Coach, my best friend I know you who's are. doing this, who brought me in, wants it to end, too. He's a good human being, a good man, and it disgusts him. But he's like, you know what, Joel? It's there. So we might as well just get the money back to the people who belong to it. Yeah, who it was, belong well, to it's it. not like anything you can do to fight it. You're basically it's taking exactly, you're taking the situation at hand it. and trying to help the people. The only way I can fight this, the way I look at it is, the, the only way I can fight it is get money back to the people that it belongs to. Mm-hmm. Instead of having these politicians with a... The, the, I, I don't want to get all into it, but the best way it is they overcharge you on your real estate taxes for the simple fact is they know they're going to have to give this money back to people. But if you don't fight for it and ask for it back, mm-hmm. it's slush fund money. So they have billions of dollars of money that is unaccounted for. And legitimately less than 1% of people ask for this money back. So they can do whatever they want with this money because they know that 99% of the people are not going to ask for it back so they can give money to consultants. They can give money to their friends. And and the money is never accounted for. They can give themselves... Uh, you know, uh, basically expense accounts. It's disgusting, Coach. And, and I'm not talking, oh, they're screwing you over 20 bucks a month. No, 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 no. They're screwing you over hundreds of dollars every month. Every homeowner in Cook County. And it, it happens in every county, but Cook is the worst. The worst. So it's not like they're taking this overspent money and using it to possibly reduce the the uh, deficit, nothing good like that. They're using it for their own particular coffers. Just wondering, have you ever had any of your friends, and, and this happened, this will happen a lot. I've had somebody actually say this to me. Have you ever had anybody like, out of nowhere, my real estate taxes dropped by $1,500 in one year for no reason? Have you ever had anybody say that to you? I have not. David Olson's got a hand raise. Okay. What, what ended up happening mm-hmm. is, they actually, some politician used that particular person, took their money that they were owed, okay, and since they took the money out of that particular person's uh, account, they had to drop their taxes. So that's, it's flush for money. Some politician used the back taxes that those people overpaid, mm-hmm. okay, 
use that for whatever. It ended up being like five grand. You know, they do that to like 10 people. And, and because of that, they have to rework those people's taxes. And all of a sudden, they get something in the mail, and they're like, wow, hey, my taxes were just decreased by, by 30%. And they don't, and then they're like, uh, then they're fine with it, and they don't understand. They don't understand what happened or anything. So if you ever hear anybody that, that most people don't admit, hey, by the way, I have an extra fifteen hundred dollars. That is exactly what is going on. So like, there, so when people all of a sudden have their in, uh, the real estate taxes decrease for no particular reason whatsoever, is because that particular community had a, a slush fund going with everybody's real estate taxes. Mm-hmm. So, the ultimate backhanded compliment. Good news is you got some money coming back. And the, the bad, bad news is, is the reason behind it is because we've been using your money to uh, improve our own coffers yeah, all along. That, but, and, and they just, it's like blind. They're just like, they yeah. go through, okay, well, this person's ever complained. Let's use this particular person. Uh, it's now, really bad, Coach. I'm, I'm so disgusted by it that every, I'm, I'm, I'm just, it sickens me, Coach. But at least finally I can be on the side of the team that can help somebody out. Mm-hmm. Well, stay stay on the moral side too. Make sure while you're making money that you're doing things you're going to feel good about too. Because no, no, in the long absolutely, run, absolutely, coach, absolutely. Yes. I don't want to do this forever. I right. want this to end. I would rather just I would rather wake up in the morning and just do what I want to do with my life instead of worrying about if I work and pay taxes. The fact that about eighty five percent of the money that I that I pay in taxes is going to corrupt individuals, uh-huh. at least that much. I would rather give every single penny I make to a guy like Bill Gates and have him uh, like do his charitable work than give it to our government. Elected elected people in November second, I, I, I think everybody make sure to vote November second. I keep on hearing that. I'm like, no, make sure you know who you're voting for. I have no problem with people voting, but legitimately do your homework on these people and find out the type of person that you're putting in the office. Oh, I'm voting for that person because he's pro-choice. Yeah, but he's also got mob connections. Oh, I'm voting for this person because he's the religious right. Oh, yeah, that the religious right person is more than happy to let a baby starve. You know, so I, I, I think about uh, everybody that is so oh gung-ho about politicians. Oh, I'm going to do the right thing. We want change. Oh, you want change? Those people aren't changing anything. I'm sorry, Coach. I don't want to get on the high horse, but I'm <laughs> apolitical right now. I'm just disgusted by it. So what, every time I hear somebody... That says, oh, make sure to go out and vote on November 2nd. No, no, go out and learn who you're voting for, first and foremost. You know, and, and, and you know, it's pretty sad that uh, David Olson is, is uh, you know, I, I love David. I absolutely love David. He's a, he's a proud he's American. Our, basically, he's our political uh, analyst on this show. I like to call him our political analyst, but whatever, however you want to pronounce that. We, he, should probably, <laughs> uh, he should probably answer this question. David Olson, what percentage of... Of uh, television, uh, what do you call it, ads, are smear campaigns against the person? Uh, I would say at this point, 90% of political ads, if not higher. It's, it's I mean, clearly I, worse. I, I, you know, and it's funny that you bring that up because uh, the kids slept in today, so we had an opportunity to actually watch a morning news program instead of cartoons at the breakfast table. <laughs> and it was like every single commercial was packed, packed back to back to yeah. back with all campaign ads, and they were all negative, every last one of them. Worse, much worse than this campaign. It's always been bad, and it's getting worse, but this year, by far, the worst that I've ever seen. It's it's not, you know, vote for me because this is what I'm going to do. It's don't vote for that guy. Yeah. 
And that's that, that's and they have the tone. No everything is taken. The theory used to be don't put up the other guy's picture, don't put up his name. It gives him name recognition. They have no problem now on TV or flyers come in the mail, big dog. I don't know if you're getting these. I don't know if your mailman still you know delivers mail to your place, but. No, no, we shoot at the mailman in my neighborhood. Well, that's why I mentioned that yeah, as yeah. an offshoot. But uh, So you get a big picture of the candidate with his name underneath it. You think it's sent by him, and you look on the back, and it's strictly ripping the guy. So they have no problem exactly. exactly, and it's not just – and now, now it's not just the candidate or the opposing party that's doing it. You've got all these mystery organizations. Well, that's uh, – Yeah, 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 exactly right. It, so it isn't like – the re- it isn't like uh, the, the Illinois Republican Party paid for be, by it, citizens for yeah it can be the you know uh, paid for by the citizens who don't like this guy and, and like all these <laughs> all well no no they don't even have to say paid for anymore yeah, yeah it's, they they can take that out so you don't yeah, know who paid for it. exactly and exactly. that's uh, what does it take for a good person to get elected nowadays a real a real person that isn't going to be paid off by the insiders, isn't going to be paid off by big corporations, isn't going to be paid off by the religious right. What does it take for somebody like that to get elected nowadays? It's almost impossible. Impossible. Seriously. It, 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 is, it is impossible because the candidates like that can't get the financial uh, backing to make enough noise to get them noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, coach... Uh, I, I, I'm saying this, in, uh, my buddy Joe Hogan would be the perfect president of this particular country. There's no way he could ever get elected. No way he could ever get elected. The, the man thinks with reason, it's common sense, he's the, the hardest working guy I know, yet he could never get elected because there would be a smear campaign against him somehow. Somehow mm-hmm. they would find something that this oh, he drank too much at one particular time. or It, it, it just it, it disgusts me. How people get elected nowadays, and that's what I'm saying. If you're, I, I'm all for voting. I don't, and only I vote straight libertarian all the way through. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's well, if I do end up going out on November second, I'll vote every libertarian all the way through. Read Eric Zorn's comment in the, uh, and I'm not saying he's right, but read his column in the Chicago Tribune today. Basically, is saying uh, you're wasting your vote. You need to vote for one of the two candidates. And again, I'm not necessarily agreeing with him. But that's his point, is you can complain all you want and you can do your protest vote for the, you know, somebody else, for the Libertarian Party, the Green Party. His point is they're not going to win. You better vote. Yeah. For- no, they're, they're not going to win because the way it's set up is basically you can say, oh, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. The, the fact of the matter is you're voting for somebody that is pay, getting paid off by the same people. The people that are making sure somebody gets elected, and, and this is maybe a conspiracy theory, so you can say I'm wacko or whatever, but if you think I'm not right about this, you're, maybe I'm wacko, but you're ignorant, okay, if you, if you think I'm wacko about this. But the same people, or the people that are getting these people elected are making sure that the Republican or the Democrat that gets elected are going to listen and be paid off by these people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like two people are running off, but they're going to do exactly the same thing when they get in office. Oh, yeah, you can say, yeah, but this particular person, they, they're going to vote what Nancy Pelosi says, or this particular person will make sure that Obama stuff doesn't get passed right now. Well, you know what? Yeah, maybe all that's true in their voting, but the backdoor deals and all that other stuff that goes on as a politician, they'll make sure that they do exactly what the person that got them elected wants. Okay? It, it, it's so disgustingly sick, Coach. You know, you can look at somebody's voting record, but I'm more worried about what they do when they're 
in the backdoor rooms and making sure that stuff that gets passed. You know, like if the best way for me to put it is, if you if somebody wants something passed, oh, so this particular bill says that uh, girls have right to uh, gym education just as much as boys do, and all of a sudden you look at every single bylaw of that particular rule, and all of a sudden says, oh, and this particular con- concrete uh, contractor is going to get a $100 million a year for pouring sidewalks in Park Ridge uh, one week out of the year. You know, and you're like, why is this in there? It makes no sense. They do stuff like that all the time, Coach. They, they why, why are you doing on they, Park they Ridge so much money, today, by the way, Big Dog? And they get their friends rich, and it continues to happen over and over and over again. D- David Olson's feeling like you're picking on Park Ridge today. Yeah, no, I definitely am. I, you have no idea how much I hate Park Ridge, Coach. It's one of the <laughs> you, worst you, cities in all of Illinois. Okay? You, 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 you know I live Ridge in Park Ridge, Ridge, right, Big Dog? What's up? You know I live in Park Ridge, don't you? Oh, I don't. I didn't know that. <laughs> now, now you do. Hey, ho! No, Big Dog, I feel your fury, and you've uh, you've 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 articulated it very, very well and very, very passionately. The only uh, thing I would I would say is be careful to just take that absolute frustration and give up on it. Never say never, and I'm implying in the fact that you know good people can't be elected. You're right. We're in a mode right now where it's very discouraging. I would never say never. Don't because once you accept it, then it's always going to happen. And I think the very anger that you have. And that many of us feel, and it's getting worse and worse each election. I think that very anger is going to be the reason that somehow, some way, somewhere, a different kind of candidate will surge through, and and become and, and get our vote and get the majority vote and get elected someone who's outside the political circles. The angrier we get, the more that opens up the opportunity. So just be careful not to throw in the towel and say, "Hey, that's the way it's always going to be," because. No, 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 I don't feel that way, Coach. Okay. What I'm trying to do is bring awareness to yes. people, and hopefully we can actually get somebody yep. that will be that way. And by the way, I'm, I'm very impressed. You know, the, the southern suburban Dave Olson marrying up, because there's no way he can afford Park Ridge working at uh, TalkZone.com. No so. question. That's part of the part of being in the radio business. There's really yeah, I, if, if, you, if you do marry, really, there's only one way to go. You got to marry up, yeah. Heck, uh, David Olson. I, uh, the thumbs up to you, brother. Heck yeah! As, as, as Rodney Dangerfield said, me and my wife, <laughs> me and my wife were very happy for twenty years, and and then we met. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big dog. You got eight seconds left. World Series breakdown. Who's going to win? How many games? Um, uh, the the Rangers are better, and the Giants play real baseball. Who so wins? The S F Giants coach. There it is. That's our World Series breakdown. We'll talk more tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Two guys at a mic, talkzone.com. Signing off. Have a great day, everybody.